I thought it when I was a graduate student because I was really cynical and I thought, hey, this would be fun to read. And, and it was a lot of fun. It really helped me. It sort of was a, um, a strange antidote to my cynicism because being cynical and reading cynical definitions that made me laugh at my own cynicism sort of was a little bit pure. And so I keep it handy because every now and then, believe it or not, I slip back into that cynicism <laughs> and I need to pull it off the shelf. One of the cynical definitions is the definition of a clergyman. Somebody who helps you with your eternal destiny in order to advance his own temporal. Which we'll get in a minute. Um, another one is about an attorney. Um, I, I have an attorney looking at me right here, so I'm going to go this way. Yeah, someone who protects your estate and from your enemies in order to keep it for himself. Which um, <laughs> I was reading this week about this guy. His name was Vincent Mitchell, and he's an attorney in Country, Rhode Island. And uh, he was convicted of embezzling $1.3 million from his clients in order to fund his gambling and drug addiction habits. And so he has to pay all that. And another one was a, a, a sheriff in Albuquerque, New Mexico, who um, embezzled $20,000 in order to buy guns for his own personal use. And who can we trust? If you can't trust clergymen and attorneys and sheriffs, who can you trust? Who's safe anymore? The 23rd Psalm, I have heard that you have thousands of times. I've, uh, I've been uh, a clergyman for, for 23 years, and I've officiated so many funerals that I, I couldn't even keep track of how many. And in almost every one, the 23rd Psalm is either read or, or is on the, uh, the memory card or whatever. The 23rd Psalm, this, this Psalm of, of hope, is, is often used at times of funerals. But the 23rd Psalm isn't written for somebody who's facing death. The 23rd Psalm was a psalm that was written for somebody who was facing life. And it begins like this. Yahweh is my shepherd. God, the Creator God, the God of Israel, the psalmist says, is my shepherd. It, it's a metaphor. He's, he, he's thinking of himself as a, as a lamb, and God is a shepherd. God is a protector. But it, it's more than just that. The, the shepherd is the one who provides. I learned this, you know, many, many years ago in, in the uh, in the King James version of it. You know, my grandmother uh, had me learn it way back when. The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not. He made me to lie down in green pastures, and leaves me beside the still waters. Green pastures, still waters. I don't know much about sheep, but I know that they always have their head down in the ground. You know, they're constantly eating. I mean, it's like being around teenage boys. You know, there's constant food um, that they're growing in, and it's it's green grass, isn't it? And I don't know much about sheep in this way, but I would think that lush green grass. Is better than dry and brittle brown grass. The Lord is my shepherd. He leads me where there's good food. And still waters. Now you notice that sheep can't swim. They're terrified of the rushing torrent. And so God, the shepherd, leads the sheep to the place where there are still waters. Waters that they can drink from without fear of falling in and drowning. The Lord, the psalmist writes, David, the Lord is my shepherd. And he is the one who provides the things that I need. Not just 
minimally, food and drink, but qualitatively, good food, good drink, safety, you know, in, in, in these things. And so he's also the protector. Um, he is the one who, who, who you know, restores my soul, leads me in paths of righteousness. The, the older version I used to always remember the right paths. Side, he says, the right paths. He leads me down the right way. Not just any old way, but he leads me in the right way, the way that I should go. Has um, a righteousness sort of has this moral connotation, right? Like, like uh, holiness, righteousness, and surely it means that. But it's more than just that. It's the right path. He leads me down the right path. But if he leads you down the right path, how in the world do you get into the valley of the shadow of death? I mean, that doesn't seem like a path at all, does it? It seems like, oh, I think you missed the turn. You know, you, you missed your exit. We're in the wrong place. Because if you're a little lamb, and you're walking through a deep, dark valley, and you look up and you see a wolf or a lion lurching on a, 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 a hill beside you, you certainly think, I don't think this is the right way to go. I, I think we could have taken a different route. That's how the song says. He leads me down the right path. And even when I face with these fearful realities, I'll fear no evil. Why? Because God isn't just provider and protector, but also rescuer. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Um, this is called a synonymous parallelism in Hebrew poetry. You waited all day to hear that in here. But what he means is the same thing. Rod and staff are the same thing. The, the, the shepherd's carrying the vines. It kind of taps the sheep into the right way to go when they get off to the side. But it also is a weapon. And can be used to deliver the sheep if a lion or a bear or a wolf comes after them. And then. Psalmist does something sort of surprising. Without telling us, without warning us, he shifts metaphors. This has all been shepherds and sheep, hasn't it? Um, it's, it's pastures and it's waters and it, it's, it's all the sort of things that, uh, that we need. It, he's the leader, the director. But then notice how this, the psalm ends. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Having said, I don't know much about sheep. On a couple of times, I'm going to tell you one other thing I do know about that. Hey, don't take this to the table. Don't set the place for the extra lamb of the male, right? The metaphor is shifted. It's no longer shepherd and sheep. Now what is it? it it's host and travel. In ancient Near East, even in the years today, um, welcoming somebody, giving them hospitality, welcoming them into your home, it is a moral duty. But sometimes you don't want to welcome someone into your home if welcoming them into your home means you bring harm upon your home. If that person has enemies who are out to get them, you don't want that guy in your house because then the enemies come in too. And this is what the psalmist says God does. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Even when there are people out to get me, you risk your life and welcome me in. You keep me safe. And again, oh, what, what kind of table? It's a lavish table, a bank with lots of things to eat, food. My cup overflows. <laughs> lots of wine there, too. 
A celebration, a time of, of, of relaxation and party. Where? In the presence of my enemies. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I know that you have my back. When nobody else can be trusted, who can be trusted? The Lord. He can be trusted. And today is not just Mother's Day, although happy Mother's Day for mothers and everybody has mother. But it's also Good Shepherd Sunday. It's the fourth Sunday of Easter when we stop and we look and say, oh, Jesus is our Good Shepherd. He's the one the psalmist is learning about. He also, the very incarnation of the Creator God, He's the one that the psalmist says, He's the one that says, what I have in my hand, no one can take from me. You know what he's talking about? Oh, you, 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 you. We are in his hand. And no one can snatch us.